The following is a conversation with Yvonne and Joep Haus, the wonderful couple who created and live in Quinta das Águias, a remote place somewhere in Paredes de Cora in the north of Portugal. In there, they are developing a project that embodies their respect for nature by promoting veganism through beautiful and delicious recipes, biodiversity and a sustainable lifestyle. Their house is a haven for the various animals that live there, and for the people who are fortunate enough to be able to go there and rest their troubled spirits away from the city and surrounded by a genuine nature. I am one of those fortunate people that had a chance to meet them. Their humbleness, hospitality and kindness warmed my heart, and their wisdom has inspired me to think how to live a more sustainable life. I cannot wait to go back there and meet them again and try their delicious food. If occasionally during the podcast I look distracted or looking through the window, it's because some sheep would come and greet us through the window hitting the grass from the pottery. About the editing or any technical issues, bear in mind that I'm starting as a total noob and I'm doing this thing by myself. Any feedback that you have is kindly appreciated if you given in a kind way. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoy. And three, two, one, boom. We're live, we're rolling. <laughs> hey there, Yvonne and Joab. Very nice to meet you. Nice mm -hmm. to meet you. We are here way. at beautiful Quinta das Águias, <laughs> a place you created by yourselves. <laughs> I want to ask you, you, when did you guys move here? Um, yes, well, uh, in, we, we, we discovered the place in 2000, the end of 2004. Mm because we were living in Porto and um, we had a feeling at that time, well, we have lived all of our lives almost in, in, in big cities and uh, we wanted to return to nature and to have a more sustainable lifestyle uh, in harmony with nature because uh, we understood already uh, 15 years ago that, uh, more than 15 years ago, that um, it was not going in a good direction, our relationship as humanity with nature. So we decided to go and we remembered from our, uh, our childhood, me in the Netherlands and Yvonne here in uh, Portugal, uh, we lived uh, in close harmony with nature and most of that nature is gone nowadays. So uh, we were searching for a place and uh, we, we ended up here in, uh, in Alto Minho, I loved, I loved, it was love at first sight when Yvonne mm -hmm. took me to Alto Minho. And then we found this place as abandoned farm in uh, Paredes Cora. And mm -hmm. we decided to buy it and uh, to live here. It is the, the, the place. The, the two of us. <laughs> and then from there on started a project that we never imagined that it could be like this. So it was completely abandoned when you came here the first time? Yes. yes. So no, no chemicals were ever, ever used here. And uh, it was for about 40 years, it was abandoned. Yes. Before that, it was, it was used as a, as a farm. We couldn't see, for example, the oaks we see now. Mm -hmm. We couldn't see them because they, they had herbs and uh, um, lier, how yeah. can I say? Brumble, brumbleberries until the top of the trees. The yes. place where we constructed our wooden house, oh, we couldn't see that place. Really, you couldn't enter there. 
But uh, like this, it's really a pure place because no chemicals, no many human intervention, uh, non-intervention, human intervention mm -hmm. since 40 years. 40 so years. it was uh, what we really liked. And Sorry. nature here in Pereskore is so still so pure the air the water so and um, to find a place also with um, uh, adult trees with big trees mm -hmm. it's not so easy so we, we were very happy to, to find this place so you are happy that you found the place you were looking for when you came away from the city yes you think this is like where you should where you belong yes absolutely and it was We'd it was really the we felt we felt mostly the energy of the place which is an energy of 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 life of pure life which was covering the planet uh, before we came on this planet and yeah. uh, so yes it's a treasure and we found this treasure and uh, we recognized this treasure and after we settled here then more and more people uh, started to discover uh, how well they felt here surrounded by nature and the the energy of nature and that's why we because our project was in the beginning was a very selfish project yes. just the two just the two of us that's true and please please not being disturbed by neighbors and all this kind of stuff and uh, but then people said oh i feel so good here and even simple people i mean uh, truck drivers that came to deliver stuff uh, they recognized it and that's why we decided to open the place for for others maybe everyone who lives in the city just needs bad neighbors to push them out of the city. <laughs> <laughs> you don't belong here. Go back. Where you alone? Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Maybe everyone should be a bit bad, bad behavior in the city. We should be bad to each other. Make noise at night. <laughs> well, what you, what, 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 what I know, what I notice, uh, having lived in, in, in many cities, cities uh, around Europe uh, during my lifetime, is that uh, people in the cities they they tend to to be different people people here in the countryside especially people that have lived all their life in the countryside especially the elder people they are so pure they are so they, they don't pretend to be anything else than that they really are yeah and in the city people think they have to put up a facade and to pretend to be different i think uh, yeah i mean it's a very general statement but uh, well, I, I, think, I get what you mean and i think it makes sense because yeah. we are constantly faced with the pressure to look in a certain way because yes. of dressing codes of job expectations of exactly. from the derived from the yeah. Yeah, and the rhythm of the city overall it's never yes. stopping it's always true. going on exactly yes and i was saying we love people here in Pereira because they they had most people, especially the other people, they really had a very difficult um, time in, uh, since they were born, uh, even when they were still in the womb of their mothers. And uh, but they have such a big heart, and so we felt from one side we loved nature, and but we also loved the people. And at the yeah. beginning, they they. They cons I know they considered as um, quite different because yeah. they they were saying oh they they have animals but they don't eat them why they have the the sheep for instance the pigs they don't eat them <laughs> <laughs> but after they and uh, they 
began to accept us. They, I think they, 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 they observe a lot. And so they, they thought, well, they are good for animals, but they, are, they don't harm people. So mm-hmm. uh, they are good people. <laughs> and we began interacting with people. And now we feel here really like family. It's very nice because... To install in a place and to be very closed. In fact, what we thought that at the beginning <laughs> that will be here closed, but we also um, changed and uh, our fears were disappearing. We became mm-hmm. more open, opening the heart, opening the mind, and now we feel very well here in the place. Do you think you're changing a bit the mentalities of around here just so that people Worthy. don't look at animals only to eat them but also to respect them a bit more well, as well it's it's, it's a two it's a it's a two it's a two ways two ways teaching more or less uh, because we learn from the people uh, and we learned what Yvonne said also to overcome our own fears uh, because uh, And if you look at the history of, of the region and how the relationship uh, the, 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 uh, between the, with, the, with, the, with the social classes uh, were in the past, then you can understand how people felt uh, in general about people coming from the city with, with higher education and things like that, that they were suspicious. And uh, it's, it's all a matter of, of, of fear of how you're going to interact with each other. And so we learned from them to become more authentic and more ourselves and no need to, to keep up appearances here. And the people learned that, uh, yeah, what Yvonne said, that we are just ordinary people, that we're good people and uh, just care about other people and care about nature and care about the animals. So, And uh, the interesting thing to see is if you have that, in, I call it an inclusive attitude, uh, being part of the family, of, of being part of the, of the club, huh? Uh, then and you're accepted through that then uh, you have the ability to change but it is more about um, let us say not 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 changing people by teaching them or, mm-hmm. or or making commentary on how they live but just by being an example to them and showing them we live our way is sustainable a sustainable way of living in harmony with the animals and with the with the nature And people recognize that. And I think that is, that is the secret uh, if you want to change. It's if, if in fact, what Gandhi said, uh, be the change you want to see in the world. And that's perfect because we are so, in our society, especially with all the media and the, the easiness to see the lives of other people through social media, through the internet, there are so, so many examples of people doing great things that we just... I feel we devalue them a bit because just one more guy like this and we scroll we past scroll down or scroll to the sides but if we know those people in real life and we see them leading by example rather than it's already one more in the sea of information we have yeah I think that's really impactful so you're doing a great job and then, and then and then and then what it is if people see that we live this way of life And they see that we're happy people with this way of life. You can be happy so, because everybody, because because nobody wants to be nobody wants to be unhappy. We all want to be happy. So yeah. that and, and I think is that that's what you show. It's like like uh, our children also. They learn that their parents they they work their ass off to whatever achieve in in this society, but it was not that that brought them happiness. 
And I must say that uh, Yvonne and I, we both had a career, in, in, a business career, let's say, and uh, we see that now living a simple life, and it is in, in a material way, every day becomes more simple, uh, brings more happiness because of the harmony, because of the, the oneness with, with other beings and with nature. Uh, that is really the secret to a happy life and not having every month a new car and and the bigger test clothes and perfumes and all this kind <laughs> of jewels and nothing and houses around the world or, or something like that now having having the honor to live in this place to borrow this place from nature to live our lives here but that's true we are privileged to live in in a place like this mm -hmm. because nature only the energy of nature if you enter this place and we almost if you don't meet Uh, anybody uh, only nature is really so harmonizing and uh, people feel uh, our guests they they really feel uh, very happy and calm and relaxed uh, when they spend here some time and we see even we see even people that that stay here for a couple of days we see them changing they come from the city from lisbon from uh, wherever Uh, full of stress and sometimes depressed and uh, then they stay for a while here and they eat good food and uh, they absorb the the energy of of nature, nature which is yes. which is a harmonizing energy and they change and, and they go out yes. they go out of the gate as as, as renewed people and the animals that uh, normally uh, the 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 best um Host is uh, our ship Zacharias. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when we enter, we were like, oh, such a cute ship, and it's like instant good mood. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's good. Nice record. But I think that statistically, you're privileged to be here because there's not many people who just leave the city. As I get, as I understood, you were like you were living in cities and you were not yeah. happy with the way your life was going. So. You decided to make the change. Mm -hmm. And statistically, there's not so many people doing this change, especially in Portugal, because Portugal is a very be a very dual country. It's like everything is on the coast, yes. and then the countryside is kind of desert. So it's like night and day. Mm -hmm. And the option is there for everyone, but only very few take that step. Do you think that? that that's but, true. Well, we, we, we meet. We meet very, to make the, that's okay, sorry. <laughs> the question. <laughs> Sorry, that's <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, because because it's very interesting this point because we meet very especially young young Portuguese people that come here and that, that live in the city and that are they feel that they are missing something in their life and they want they, they are looking for a change and and they say ah oh, we want a thing like like you yeah. have done here well of course you you need the merits and you need the possibilities and 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 so to do that. And it's uh, it's also for us the fruit of a lifelong hard work that made it that made, that made it possible. So it is it just doesn't doesn't fall out of the sky. I mean, you have to create your own opportunities in life. It is not it it doesn't come out of the blue. So you're in a way raising the bar as to the requirement that you need to move. But whilst a lot of people share this feeling, if they don't meet these requirements that you say you need to have the work that you put in before do you think that they are kind of trapped in the city or can they make the same move as you um i think um i think uh, everyone i think what what is what is essential in this is 
to have a, a mission or to have uh, to have to bring meaning into your life huh? mm -hmm. uh, very often i had this this vision of suppose i'm dying what do i want to be left of me do i want anything to be left of me in this world uh, that having contributed to this world having contributed to a better world and if you have a clear focus of how you can contribute your life to uh, to, to to create a better world for instance we have often journalists coming over here and then uh, I, they are they are we are talking about this subject and they say well through your work and even on the, through what you are doing now today is you contribute to a better world if you pass the message to other people which will inspire other people. Yeah. So I think uh, whatever our livelihood is, we all have this possibility, but the essence is that we understand what's going on in this world and how can we contribute to a better world and focus on that in everything that we do and don't continue to complain about the government should do this and of course they should do their job and the industry should do their job i think a good example is what we see nowadays is that the food industry is now putting all their marketing efforts in uh, promoting plant-based food mm -hmm. because they have understood that this movement of people that choose for plant-based food is is the fastest growing market Why? Because there were some activists in the beginning that saw the picture how uh, the livestock industry is is destroying our planet and and our health, and uh, so they choose they choose for that, and and this movement has been growing in such a way that it has become an important market. So um, this this shows that um, the change comes from ourselves. And then you see the industry is following, and then you will see that the government will be following. So if we, if we want the government to start this movement, uh, you see that that is, that is seeing the logic and seeing how our own role and how our own example and our own choices are influencing what is, what is happening in our society. So you think that it's the people who have the greatest responsibility because i always think that it's the no. government that should direct because no no the people that change is only very statistically few and it's the manufacturers that need policies clear policies to actually change the market mm -hmm. yes okay. uh, I, i think it's 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 to get we have to do it together because because uh, the government is an enabler with the laws that they make and, and the taxes that they they structure etc etc Uh, the industry is an enabler because they have to provide the products and they have to promote the right products. Uh, but it is, it is um, how can I say, uh, it, it is, it's, it's, it's a joint structure. It is not pointing at others. It is, I think, I mean, I cannot, well, once every four years we have the ability to choose our government or uh, the people in it. And uh, we have some influence on the industry, but we, it's through our own behavior that we bring changes. It is not through sitting and waiting until others take up their responsibility, although they have that responsibility. That's true, that change, uh, when we want to change, it is quite demanding. We need to let go our fears, our attachments. And uh, when we live in the city, it is really a quite uh, different uh, style of life. 
we 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 really have some friends. That's why I was uh, smiling with your question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that arrive here and they say, "Oh, this is amazing! What a place! What you have done here!" Well, you can, isn't it? And I was thinking, and <laughs> well, they have so much money. <laughs> of course, they could do if yeah. they would like, because here we can, because we have really a very, very simple way mm -hmm. of life. We eat most what uh, not uh, And happily, we, we still need to buy things a lot, yeah. and especially for animals, because they it is more than 130 animals, and we need to buy a lot. Them, But uh, um, since we are here, we grow also with nature. Some needs we had before, when we are living in the city, and with the other style of life. Uh, you and me, we loved perfumes, we loved uh, very good uh, clothes, uh, uh, and we, we can really um, use lots of money to it. Is mm -hmm. The shoes, the bag, the everything, jewels, yeah. <laughs> everything. So when we are here, uh, we, we feel so um, connected with life even with the, the plants and uh, uh, the water flowing and the, the air and the animals with everything. So we really don't need the, those kind of things. We are not, uh, um, how can I say, um, attached for mm -hmm. that uh, well-being that it's not really the, the good... Um, that comes not from inside, mm -hmm. but it is from outside. And uh, we are very controlled with that because with the government politics, with the, uh, big interests, because uh, they stimulate also the big uh, uh, industries and uh, sellers. They, they stimulate so much needs that, in fact, we don't need and and we go after now we have this after we want that we have a car like you had before and uh, after there is a new model I, uh -huh. I want that one I yeah. have the clothes from this season but uh, in the same season now the fashion changes now I want another thing yeah, exactly. and here we don't feel those needs so uh, it, it is also good for us uh, and for, for nature and for the planet because we don't use so so much resources but uh, you still need some money and you said that some of friends course. of yours can come because they have a lot of money <laughs> and i think money is something that keeps people from coming because also as we said in portugal is a very dual country so most of the jobs are in the coast and we traditionally think of the countryside as a place with no jobs no opportunity no way to bring people to stay Mm. Core is doing some good job. Now it's bringing some pharmaceutics, so it's like attracting yes. more well-paid jobs. But I've been trying to think about jobs, and there are some jobs that you can't have here, like company jobs. But do you think that there are other jobs that we're not traditionally about? Nor we're not traditionally used to think in cities that can emerge here and then can still sustain your life I economic needs yes i think I, i'm sure we can because the pandemic has shown us that uh, people can work at a distance 
and we have more and more the digital infrastructure. And and what I understand is even that Predisagora is the first the first community in in in, in Portugal that is completely covered by fast internet. Yeah. And I think that, um, yeah, there is a shift in the type of jobs. And what we see is, uh, well, manufacturing has to be concentrated somewhere or manufacturing is, uh, is in, in one place, but, but many jobs can be, can be done at distance. And uh, uh, so I think, uh, I think, yeah, there is a possibility to, to move to the countryside where life also for many people is, is cheaper. Huh? They can have their own vegetable garden and grow their own vegetables while during the day working via Zoom and other, other stuff uh, um, for, 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 for a, as an independent or for a company to, uh, to do their job. And we have uh, examples here. For instance, um, producer of enchidos, um, alheiras. Yeah, sausages. <laughs> Stuffed sausages. <laughs> yes. He... Um, is uh, he was at uh, only with uh, producing them with pork meat and so very very strong in uh, in uh, in um, animal products mm -hmm. and he changed and now he produces uh, sauces plant based with uh, mushrooms and uh, other vegetable things and um, he has such a success that now he even constructed a new building mm -hmm. To now afterwards, he began to produce also uh, hamburgers and maybe other things will come. So he is changing because there is this idea that uh, we need animals to eat animals for our health or for our energy. And uh, in fact, it, that is not true. And um, if uh, us... In individually, mm -hmm. as a consumers, we have a great, great responsibility. If I don't buy meat, I don't buy cheese, I don't buy milk, the, the sellers the, will see that that doesn't uh, go out of the <laughs> shop. <Yeah. laughs> so they, they also change. And uh, this man and uh, Dino and uh, Isabel, it is a, um, a family business. And they are doing so, so well. They, they sell much more uh, plant-based sausage than uh, uh, the traditional ones. This show also that people, that people is changing in their um, nutritional habits because they, when they eat vegetable uh, products um, that can be very tasteful, very good. Yup knows that very well. <laughs> and uh, they feel good. They are, everybody enjoys eating, but they feel so good uh, with the food. Afterwards, they have good energy because they are not digesting uh, dead animals. It's the, the truth. And uh, they are f feeling attracted by, by uh, these, these things. And this can also, um, as you said and very well, uh, everybody needs money. Uh, and yeah. we know that yeah. very well, we, especially <laughs> yes. with our animals yeah. and things we still want to construct here, but especially for the animals. Uh, but if people see that they can have man ma money also because the, everybody needs to live and people that have children and for studying and uh, for health, for everything. But when they see, well, if I produce beans I don't, uh, and I earn money, I don't need to produce pigs. 
for instance. Mm -hmm. to, to give an example about beans, because I know Yvonne, she has a <laughs> specific topic with beans. <laughs> But uh, because because <laughs> sorry behind <laughs> because because more than ninety percent of the beans that are consumed in Portugal, and which should be much more because if we go to plant based, then beans is one of the prime resources of uh, sources of uh, protein. Um, but more than ninety percent is imported from South America, from Chile, and from uh, I think it's California or so, which is completely stupid because Portugal has all the conditions to grow yes. the best and organic beans in the world. Here they grow so the, well. the, the, our specialists say that the world food system is is completely uh, broken, and we have to reinvent the world food system. Mm -hmm. Because that is the main cause of climate change and the main cause of, of major health problems in the world, etc., etc. But that comes so so that that creates opportunities. Uh, agriculture, because before uh, Portugal was an agricultural country, and uh, I think it is for political reasons. I don't know what, but it, it has been much abandoned when Portugal entered the the European Community. Yeah. and I think rebuilding in in, in high quality. Uh, agriculture, uh, because people say also we should more and more buy local, we mm -hmm. should buy organic, um, and products produced with, with a high nutritional value for better health of the people that consume it. Uh, I think and then uh, those products, they have to be transformed into, for instance, beans into burgers or whatever you do with it. Um, so this creates opportunities for a new sort of economy, which can, which can for a great deal be based in the countryside. There's no reason not to do that. What I heard at the time of, the, of joining the European Union was that European Union was giving money for us to uh, take back the plantations, to unroot them. So that probably mm -hmm. they, we, could, we would buy the one from Germany or France or other bigger countries. So there was probably, I don't know for sure, this is a bit all conspiracy theories mm -hmm. that as everything is half true, half false, but probably there was a macroeconomic incentive for us mm -hmm. to not be producers to buy heard, other products. I've heard yes. the same. I have heard the same rumors. I don't know if it's true or not. But the, the one thing is, is what we can see is that many of the problems we are facing in this, for instance, the abandoned countryside, which is cause of every year this disease, this disease of many wildfires yeah. um, many of the problems could be resolved if we if we give an incentive to create but then I would say high quality uh, agriculture because the local you cannot compete with this monocultures of hundreds of hectares of corn uh, genetically transformed etc you cannot compete with them but you can if you if you go for organic food if you go for high quality food, Absolutely. But it, it comes back to the dilemma between the individual and the role of the state. Because you were saying that most of the beans we have available in the market come from abroad, mm -hmm. from the Americas. Yes. yes. And if you have 10 offers of beans from Americas and one offer that is Portuguese, or maybe you don't have any local offer to begin with, consumers, I feel that they their hands are quite tired. And I feel that in this case, should be a national policy to say no we're going to grow our own beans and, and we're going to put them on the market so like we 
creating the choice for the consumers instead of letting it happen miraculously. It's it's a it's a great point. Um, yes. I think, but but the market is manipulated yes. because more than half of the budget of the European Community goes to agriculture, and most of it goes to goes to livestock agriculture. Yes. Mm-hmm. And livestock agriculture, as we know, is is the main the, the the major source for climate change. is the major source of destruction of of ecosystems, etc. So, redirecting this money for another kind of agriculture, agriculture that is that is ecological, that is sustainable, and that gives healthy products uh, for the people that consume them. Uh, I think there, absolutely, you're right. Uh, a government, local government, European European community have a role to play and have a responsibility to take up. Um, I don't yes. know why they are not doing it. I can just mm-hmm. just imagine, but that's that's I leave to the politicians to think about that. Yes, instead of giving subventions to animal production, they, they could motivate and incentivate much more the um, agri- um, agriculture products vegetables and beans and uh, plant 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 products grown in an organic uh, grown in an organic organic and sustainable and sustainable way yes and biodiversity also because we saw in the south it is really so sad to see huge plantations of olive trees Mm -hmm. in such um not natural way because uh, um um olive tree it, it needs place to, to grow so all very very uh, close very nearby each other producing uh, like um, it, it's very sad like like if it is machines mm-hmm. not a uh, uh, um, living being that is uh, it is not an animal it is not a human being but it is a plant it is a living being and I heard that now there is a very big illness in uh, olive trees it, that's what is provocated also by mon- those huge monocultures. And why? Nature, it is so abundant. It mm-hmm. produces so much. Why there is so much greed? That the, this greed that uh, human beings have, that they, they want more and more and more and more and more, exploiting each other and exploiting nature. And one day it will end. Do you think we could... Yeah, that's true. But do you think we could feed, feed the world, given our current state of technology, without monocultures, without, with only local grown food? Yes. Think it's possible because there's so many it's, people. Not not only that. If you I see if so. you see that forty two percent, I think it's forty two, forty three percent of the arable land, the so land that can be used for agriculture in the world, for forty two percent of the yes of all the arable land. 42% is used for agriculture. 80% of that of that is used for uh, for animals for yes. for livestock agriculture. So that means that the efficiency, the the caloric and and the, the nutritional efficiency of livestock is is very low. I mean, with 10%, with 10 to 20% of the land that we are using now we can produce sufficient uh, uh, nutritional value to feed 10 billion people in this world. There is sufficient science, uh, scientific uh, evidence for this. 
but just we have to change the way we use the the natural resources and and I haven't then talked about water because because at the end of this century we will be about, uh, without water if we continue to use it at the at the level we are using it now for uh, for uh, livestock agriculture so uh, yes we can but we have to produce different kinds of uh, different kinds of, uh, of of food and when we see a small scale here in Paredes Cora for instance what i heard that before in ancient times uh, the, the the people they were giving uh, their vegetables and products to the school For the to to prepare the meals for mm -hmm. the children, now it's absolutely forbidden. We only you can uh, use those um, uh, packed things in plastics and but uh, yes. For we, health reason, like uh, the agency security agency. They say it is agency. for for health health regions and for hygienic and uh, I don't know whatever yeah. but, <laughs> but uh, before there I think before there was not so much illnesses that came because you were eating the products that come from very pure very natural that were coming from the local producer now we need to go to the big uh, supermarkets or markets and to buy those uh, uh, everything packed everything labeled so we are very ascetic but uh, with bacteria uh, hygiene and so on but we don't analyze mm -hmm. all the components that that products have for instance uh, Potato puree, we can, they can too. They need to buy a, a bag full of I don't know what that has everything, but potatoes. I think it is really yeah. <laughs> small. And and also it is packed with chemicals, and and we know more and more that uh, uh, the amount of chemicals that are used in this uh, on this planet uh, every year is is devastating is devastating and there's more and more uh, uh, proof that those chemicals they enter into our uh, our organic systems as, as human beings and are cause of, of many of the diseases i mean yes. i mean before uh, the, the amount of cancer that we had and all these kind of things uh, was completely different if you have balanced food uh, that are grown in a Uh, how do you call it? Uh, Organic way. Uh, yeah, no, no, in, uh, um, in a biodiverse, biodiverse, biodiverse way. To give you an example, over the past 50 years, the I think the past 50 years, uh, it has been found that um, the nutritional value of the vegetables that are grown decreased by 50% in average. So oh, that's a lot because yeah, the nutritional value. Uh, depends on the ecosystem in which uh, the vegetable is grown, and the more diverse the ecosystem, the more uh, more rich is the nutritional value of the food that we eat. And we we, we see it the, the the food that we grow ourselves. We have our our own organic farming here for our own use. And the uh, guests. And for the guests, and and the the food tastes completely different and you feel completely different with this this type of food so um, but that's something you cannot really obviously perceive because you have a leak in the supermarket and you have a leak that you grow here they look different but there's still a leak 
Mm-hmm. But yes, your okay. leak is probably more nutritious than or more yeah more nutritious. Yes, yes. Your true. body has more absorbs it better than because, the supermarket. But that's something you cannot perceive. Yeah, you only can, know when there is you, a different one. You can. That's you, true. No, but you that's can. You true. can. You, and you can perceive because because if you look if you if you, from the animals we can learn a lot because the animals they know exactly what is good for them and what is not good for them. They they feel it. They smell it. They taste it. And they sense it. We have lost this contact with nature, and I think we can re-establish this contact with nature, and that is that is also why we should teach our children uh, to bring them back in contact with nature, because because our ancestors uh, they were they lived in harmony with nature, and they they knew what was good to eat, what was what was bad to eat, and um, because they had this this yeah this feeling. And uh, you can develop it. Uh, personally, when I when I buy things, for instance, uh, I feel I, I have a feeling for what is good and for what is not good. But that's true. That you have the opportunity to choose, so you can perceive yes. this is a huge one, very nice. But mm-hmm. uh, when you cook and you see, no, it has not the same value, the same energy that even the smell that this smaller one, but it that is grown. In a natural way, organic way, are here in the farm. Yeah, but how do you know? Is the smell, the intensity of the flavor, the color? Exactly. Yes. It's all of that. Oh, and yeah. the energy and also. Uh, you, you feel it is like it is a, a, a big one, a huge one, and a small one. And the small one, it is like it is full, vibrant of energy and the other one it is like it is uh, like a big apple and yeah. uh, fr- uh, it is a uh, vid uh, empty empty uh, like it is empty it is nice and big and uh, uh, good shape <laughs> and, and <laughs> but all, yes and all laws they are now on on uh, appearance of food it must it must appear <laughs> it must appear like a, like an apple that is well shaped and, and this kind of things in spite of having an apple but it was a little hole in it where some animal proved that it was it was a good apple but that's good also Paredge Cora uh, mm-hmm. once again is pioneer because they now they have a very very nice market on Saturday mornings every Saturday morning with the the municipalities she puts there the small uh, houses where people can uh, the local Agriculture people can put sell them their products there, and we see there there is lots of people that go there instead yeah. of going to the other market. Uh, that is uh, there is uh, even few, two weeks, mm-hmm. uh, and um, some when we have here guests on Saturday, we always tell them to go there, and they come with products also, and they say. It's amazing how we I found this and that and that, and so we, it is very good that um, uh, we begin to have this kind of initiatives. Yeah, but you say that you say that you know the difference, but to know the difference, you need the two kinds. Now let's think of people that is the majority of the world population that lives in cities and knows mostly cities. They only buy the supermarket leak and they probably don't know that it's so bad. And I think we live in a very unlucky generation because for the past four to five decades, we had this boom of technology and of 
living conditions mm -hmm. in commas we interest plastic was introduced mm -hmm. and with plastic we had a lot of promises we had a promise this if you leave this in natural way it will rot in seven days mm -hmm. if you put plastic it will survive yeah. for one month and it's like it seems a very easy equation very simple yes. put plastic good not plastic bad mm -hmm. and what I feel is that we forget yes. that reality is so complex that putting plastic means more waste then it means more contamination, means different consumer habits. So it's like a chain and everything mm -hmm. is connected. Yes. And we absolutely. made these decisions very simply. It's, mm -hmm. it's the whole, it's, yes, it's the whole system. Well, one of the things is you can learn, you can learn. We, for instance, we, uh, one of the first examples that we have seen was a school in, uh, in Mallorca where we went uh, to see a project uh, where the children, they grow their own vegetables in their vegetable garden. They learn how to cook with it. Uh, so they get uh, and they, they go to the forest uh, so they get reconnected to nature and they get reconnected to this project because we learn in fact we learn not from the books we learn through experience as people yeah. and so we have to, to create opportunities especially for the children to, uh, to recreate to, to, to create the opportunity to learn this kind of stuff because because after after air to breathe, the, the food that we eat is the most important thing to stay alive. It's much more important than a job, because a job we need, because we need to buy the food, for instance, or we need to, to give meaning to our life. But food is so important, and in fact, we treat it as completely unimportant. We have outsourced it to the industry that is only in, uh, interested in one thing, that's making, making profit. Yeah. So they use the cheapest, the cheapest ingredients, uh, not bothering about nutritional value and health value of the, uh, yes. of the food that they sell. So uh, we have to make people critical, we have to make them aware uh, of this um. that is something I hope the new generations or from now on not only not I'm I take back when I say new generations but I f because I think that's a challenge of the present it's not the other it's us we have to demand more accountability from the industry because we have so many examples that they want, they want to screw us over just to say they just the medical device industry the sport industry, the supplement industry, they just want their own money. That's and true. That's no true. one is really caring about the body, and we only have one body. Mm. In yes. 2020, maybe in a few decades, we can replace parts, <laughs> but we should not yes, really aim for that. Yeah, the, the, yes, we can print, we can print perhaps body parts, but I, I well, well, that is really a Frankenstein solution, <laughs> I think. Yeah, like, but uh, it's very important. What I was exactly thinking about. Um, we were saying um, when we see for instance TV or the, most of people has not so much possibility to go to study to research in internet to read in books and so they see in TV that for instance milk is so good the cows are that um, uh, announces in on TV that the milk, the cows are in freedom and they are very healthy eating fresh herbs and so happy to give the milk and that's what they show and after they 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 put also some calcium it mm -hmm. is so healthy, you need that for your heart and so, so you see that and uh, you, you think that is the truth and in yeah. fact it is not so m most of people has not this opportunity to um, 
to see the difference. Yes. And um, with new generation, uh, that's why it is so good. For instance, this podcast, people that will listen to this, they will see that, that there are all other... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> other things involved that maybe not the in the uh, well no never mind but <laughs> 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 and with children it as you were saying we we had such good experience with the children that comes here from the school because Paredes de Cora also has this uh, program educational program So the Projeto Terra and also with the schools. When so every year the the, the school comes here. Uh, so the children they 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 do a visit. They go. They can pet the animals. They feed the pigs and so. And they see the animals uh, in another context, not like meat. Uh, most of them, their families have. Uh, Uh, animals for uh, consumption, mm -hmm. but uh, uh, they see that animals are sensitive. They they look they in fact they are sensitive like uh, us, and uh, that makes also uh, uh, a difference. It is in education, I I, I think. Yeah. yeah, I think if the countryside can bridge the gap that currently exists in cities, at least in Portugal, to the higher end education, for instance, there are no universities in the the countryside, I mean, there are there are some, but usually it's regarded that the best universities in the most notoriously fields like medicine, engineering, is on the coast. Mm -hmm. But I think the countryside, has, as you mentioned, has such a good opportunity to raise mentalities that people that grow in these places are much more aware of the world and when they grow up, they live a more conscious and sustainable life and they can make a difference. And if you can combine the fullness mindset or the mindfulness mindset that these people mm -hmm. from the countryside have this connection with nature that the people from the city that are born there typically forget I think we will have a much more better prepared generation for the future and one that should put the world where it needs to be put yes so but, but for that yes. but for that we have to create uh, the conditions for instance at, at the countryside nowadays Agriculture is dominated by using chemicals to grow, to use, uh, to, to use manipulated seeds in order to grow uh, instead of autochthonous ones. Um, so the mentality there is nowadays not so much living in harmony with, with nature. That is we that has to be retaught mm -hmm. to the present generation. Yes. But but let us say the infrastructure has all the opportunities for 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 realizing what you say, mm -hmm. and I think. But mm -hmm. that needs that needs a policy also, and there we need uh, need local and, and national authorities to support this kind of things in in education and agricultural policy, etc., etc. Uh, but but yes, I think I think this could could bring um, an economic boom uh, to the countryside, and that is what is what is needed very badly here in in Portugal. Yes. Yeah, we can back to the same question: the need for policymakers to be aware of this. Yes. But at the same time, I think they are aware of this if the individuals bring the problems to them, because mm -hmm. politics have to deal with a very wide range of issues, and they. We cannot expect them to be expert in everything. No. That's true. So I think this is like the bridge, the sensitive bridge. Uh, yes. Mm. There, there again, there again, you have to to create the, the public-private initiative. Mm -hmm. 
and I think that is that is the key the key to success of change. It is also the key of success to uh, the association Quinta das Águias that stands for developing a sustainable lifestyle and the partnership that we have with the Camara Municipal of, uh, of Paredes de Cora that has also as objective to develop a uh, more, more, sustain, more sustainable lifestyle in, in the community here. Um, and uh, because, because uh, I think the public-private initiatives working together uh, works much better than, than only the policy makers uh, making a policy or... Mm -hmm private initiatives uh, uh, struggling to find the means uh, because then the policymaker can provide the means that are necessary to realize this kind of project. So what we need, I think, in the countryside is really those young people that are willing to to take up the challenge to develop a new, new sort of economy and the policymakers that will support uh, this, kind of, uh, this kind of initiatives. Completely agree. Let's talk a bit about the, this place, the Quinta das Águias. <laughs> and first, but actually, we've been talking about about sustainability, veganism, the need, the going away from eating animals and seeing them as consumption. And I'm curious, when did you guys become vegetarian? <laughs> like what age, for instance? Mm, uh, I was uh, in 2000, so I born in uh, 57 2000 in 2000 2000 so you were like 43 around there yes so um, exactly because of my ignorance i didn't know <laughs> how animals were produced because yeah. i was very occupied with my job not so much time to do research like now meanwhile this developed a lot also so now we know what how it is uh, in the um, this industry of uh, animal production and i saw in the dia do animal uh, some uh, flyers explaining we lived in porto in four there was an exposition and we saw i saw how they produced they, they were breeding the pigs and the 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 birds the chicken and and i, I was so And I said, no, I won't eat animals uh, anymore, even the fish, because uh, I thought, oh, but the fish, but no, fish, they, when they go to fish, also they, very often they capture uh, dolph dolph dolphins, mm -hmm. and, uh, and so I decided uh, that. My story is a little bit different. Um, I always say I was born as a, as a vegetarian. Uh, because as a child I, I hated to eat meat and I refused to eat fish and I did not want to milk, although I was grown up in, in the Netherlands where milk production is, is vital and all the advertisements and publicity, they say that you should drink two or three cups a day to be healthy. Mm -hmm. And um, But my mother, of course, uh, being ignorant, as, as most people at that time, Uh, thought that this little boy cannot grow up into a healthy person so she forced me mm -hmm. at least to eat meat and she accepted that I didn't eat, eat fish, uh, fortunately uh, and I still can imagine the, the struggle I had to, to swallow a piece of meat but, but finally I managed to do so and 
and thanks to the fact that uh, there are good recipes with delicious sauces which made, makes it man- manageable <laughs> to eat meat I, I did eat meat but never ate uh, never never liked uh, eating fish and uh, but 20 I think it's about 25 years ago now uh, I really had this voice inside saying what are you doing stop doing it so that is what I decided from one day to the other. I stopped. I stopped eating meat, and uh, but then uh, the consequence was that I had to to develop my own alternatives. At that time, we did not have uh, in the uh, in the industry the plant based alternatives. So I started uh, started cooking for myself and for my friends, and. Uh, uh, and that's yes, and that's how it, uh, it, it went. Then uh, through the years, I, I developed uh, my love for vegetarian and vegan cooking. I, I made my own uh, plant-based cheese and uh, uh, sausages and uh, and uh, burgers and all this kind of stuff, uh, which nowadays you can buy in general supermarkets. Of mm-hmm. course, not the same the same nutritional quality, but. Uh, it is much, it is much easier nowadays, but especially when we came to Politskora 50, 16 years ago, then of course here in the local supermarket you did not find this kind of Anything. thing. And now, and, and two years or three years ago, to my surprise, when I when I came back from holiday, I went to the local supermarket, and I saw a complete stand with with vegan products. So yeah, exactly, I was wondering: such. was that because of you? Because I was seeing, like, <laughs> do you, could they have had an influence in this um, place? Or I think, no? I think to be well, to be modest, it's not only us. I think yes, the, of course, we have we have uh, started the discussion and becoming here, coming to Prizgo as aliens uh, in terms <laughs> of our food habits. And uh, the owner of the supermarket here also um, uh, came to to the congress that we are organizing every year, and uh, so we had so we had this discussion. There was this influence, but also I think in, if you look internationally, uh, it's it's really a very gr- very fast growing consciousness uh, of people that uh, that choose this kind of product. So it has become a market, and not we are not the only ones here now in Politskora that are vegetarians or vegans. And that uh, this kind of stuff—it's really a market uh, for for this kind of products. But you? restaurants they are really improving, improving mm-hmm. slowly because they they had a good market of the, those things uh, with meat products, so they don't need to change. I think, mm-hmm. but. Um, even our guests, we always tell them to go to this place and that and that because they they, they do vegetarian vegan dishes, and even we have cappuccino vegan cappuccino in Perestgora now and pizza with vegan cheese. Pretty good in, in uh, Pizzeria Romantica in... Uh, oh, in the restaurant, yeah. yeah. It is. Uh, yeah. And so this is step by step. Our approach is not uh, confrontating people mm-hmm. because nobody likes that. Yeah. We also don't like... And before we also were eating meat and fish and so... so and if somebody came to me to say, we know you are terrible because you eat meat or drink milk, <laughs> I wouldn't like that, <laughs> so... Yeah. Uh, yes, it's sometimes one ignorance. We don't know that we are harming so that the other beings, animals, they suffer like us. And uh, if we are aware of that, um, 
yes. we can uh, begin changing. Yes, and, and there you come back to education also. Yes. It's, it's people yeah. becoming aware that when they eat beef, they contribute to, to, to the climate change that is that is harming all of us. So, and and then the the, the schools in Pritzkwa, they were the first in the country, I think, to serve vegetarian meals for their pupils. In the which is now which is now uh, law in national law uh, to to serve vegetarian meals to those kids that uh, that choose to to have this vegetarian. Yeah, it seems like so obvious, like <laughs> you, like you said when you were a kid that you didn't like meat. It was hard for you to swallow, but for years and decades we have been posing that option. That's but it's true. not really an option. We've been posing imposing. that. <laughs> yes, imposing an option seems like it's oxymorous. <laughs> But we've been posing that condition to every kid in the country, and that's mm-hmm. so. Yes. To now, for us now, in hindsight, it sounds so dumb. Yes, because yeah, that's that's true. That's true because people, because of their health, if they're diabetic or or, or something like that, or because of their religion, don't eat some kind of food, then it's acceptable. And if people, because of their choice, their ethical choice or their environmental choice. Uh, refused to eat uh, animal products, then it was seen as a sort of weird uh, kind of choice. And the normal is the normal is to eat meat. And here in Pretoria, they since I think three or four years they do um, um, concurso. How can we competition? Say? Competition uh, to see which is the class that has the healthier. Uh, lunch for the at mid of mm-hmm. the day they they eat, and the the healthier lunch. Yes. Lunch. Lunch is a typical Portuguese thing. Uh, so, I mean, it's it's a, it's the high it's the high tea in in in, in the Britain, middle of so. the morning they eat ah, something like that morning snack yeah. morning snack because they bring from uh, their their home, and uh, the class that uh, wins they have a visit here in Quinta, and when they come here we always the same you have the children also have mm-hmm. it is tea and muffins so they can try uh, a tea without sugar and muffins without animal products products and they love sometimes they say oh tea i don't want because i i was ill and i i, I am sick of tea <laughs> but after <laughs> they <trauma>. smell <laughs> they smell and this oh no this is different i like it and muffins they love because there are so much produced biscuits in the supermarkets that are not healthy and with butter and uh, so much chemicals so we also want the children to try different things And in fact, they they like. Yes, you're being quite cruel. Like I thought you were nice guys, but you're talking about me about how good the muffins are, and my muffin is still there waiting it's for me. <laughs> just keeping this and pressure it's on me. And still waiting, but they're <laughs> always so good. I'm just looking at it. <laughs> it's still there. Well, still there. You know, you know, <laughs> cruel man. <laughs> you know, our experience is every, every year, except except for this year, we have the the Feira Mostra here in Pretoria with local products. And uh, since a couple of years, we have a stand there with uh, with plant-based alternatives. And the children that, that know uh, our muffins and know our tea, when they pass by, they say to their parents, Oh, mom, pa, I want a muffin from here. Quinta das Águias here. 
I will please please buy here and because Quinta das Águas they are good. So that's that's a great pleasure for us to to see that it that it really rings with the with the children. But it is also a pleasure because Feira Mostra uh, all the associations recreativas they are there selling their pro animal products and shidos and uh, meat and mm -hmm. those kind of things and um, and they have very nice products to decoration of their stands ancient uh, tools and so and I was saying but they are friendly we began uh, sharing our products they began doing things for us without meat like bolo do tacho very known here with corn flour mm -hmm. and it is traditional with meat and they do now with organs and now they send, sell also and I was telling them oh well we have so beautiful things to hang there it is so nice decoration so what we thought we brought all our uh, precious precious nature things it is like uh, uh, aromatic plants and we in the flowers and wild fruits we brought everything and it was so nice our stand and the children were saying oh your your stand is the nicest nicest here in, in the Feira Mostra. It means it shows very well that children, they are very open, they are open yes. to this, they are still a blank slate yeah, exactly. uh, and it depends on how they are educated uh, so, in, in school by their parents and by, by the marketing industry. So there is still hope. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so I wanted to talk about this place and the conversation just flew away, but going back, yes. what does this Quinta das Águias, this house, means for you as a place and as a project for the community and even as a lifestyle? What's the very, meaning it has for you? The, the, the impact question. it has for well, you? First, first of all, we have to see what, what it is. Well, for, for us, it's, it's really, well, for me, if I can tell for me, but I think for Yvonne, it's, it's, maybe she can confirm it. Uh, uh, I had a career in, in the fast-growing uh, information industry. Uh, that, was, that was spectacular. But I had this feeling that being famous, making a lot of money, having every every 10 months the latest cars, models and things like that was not really the source of happiness that I was looking for and was not really uh, the source of, of meaning I would like to give to my life. So, so um, having a project where you search the, the essence of life, try to understand what life is really about, for me, being part of this enormous universe uh, as a little particle, uh, interacting with this universe in a responsible and harmonious way, um, that is really that is really the source of uh, that is really the source of uh, of happiness, I think. But <laughs> it it is similar for me. So for me, this is like my soul. Mm -hmm. So my soul is this: the, the animals, the plants, the the nature. And um, they, it is like my kids, the, the, all these animals, all these plants, uh, sometimes in summer and happily there are lots of fires in this region. Mm -hmm. And uh, we are, are here quite isolated with the woods around. And when they came here, from were insisting that they clean uh, around. And when they came out, the, the law is this, the house is there, so it is the. But I say, I always say, for me, the 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 house begins where the gate is there. So 
all the animals that are here or the plants that are we, we have thousands of plants that uh, uh, some most of them that are autochthon nature from here but we also planted every year we plant trees and and new herbs and uh, shrubs and so this is um, what I was saying this is the house begins there in fact it doesn't begin there because everything is is important not to burn but um, and also uh, I see and you is the same that we already talked like Quinta das Águias, it is like a microcosmos that would like, we would like that uh, expand to paredes de cor and to, mm -hmm. to, to the planet, where every, every life is respected. Every animal, every plant, every insect, we don't kill animals, we, you will, because all of them, all of the animals want to live like we want to live yeah. uh, and uh, it, we are much happier with this it is um, the connection with energy of life and not with energy if we kill the rabbits if we kill the chicken and so it, we are connected with the energy of death it is that I see uh, I think what you meant what you mean is kind of what it looks from the outside because for me as an outsider and for mm. other people this project seems like a statement a mm. statement that is possible to look to live in this way it's like saying it's a cry from a generation that says that our current way of life is unsustainable but not only that that we need to change that the change is possible which is the hardest part which mm. we always say yeah we need to change but the, we have these people that created this place that they showed us the way. They say, yeah, it's possible. It's it needs possible. effort, but yeah. it's possible. And say, don't forget how green, how vivid nature is. Don't forget that we depend on it. And the fact that we depend on it is something that we also forget. Like you said, that we have, you have thousands of trees here. Mm -hmm. And when you came here, it was just this abandoned place. So it means that Throughout your stay here, in these 20 years, you've seen biodiversity increase a lot. So many animals, so many mm -hmm. plants, so many types of beans. How important do you feel that biodiversity is around here? How do you feel the place changed as you increase biodiversity? Uh, it, <laughs> one of the good examples is when we have guests that come here and they say, what about the mosquitoes? And I say, what mosquitoes? We have once a year a mosquito that gets lost in our bedroom and stings, <laughs> and stings but we don't have a plague of mosquitoes. No, plagues no, are yes. plagues and diseases in nature. They are, and, 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 and human beings, they are part of nature, so their, their plagues and their diseases of human beings are a signal of disharmony of uh, this harmony in, in ecosystems because, because, and that is the great advantage when you live here, you see how all those microorganisms, big trees, animals work together and form together life, the source of life. And biodiversity is essential, is essential for, for, for life to sustain. Mm -hmm. Our own life depends on it. I mean, if this all would go, we will no longer be there. 
And uh, realizing, realizing this makes us also feel responsible for this. And that's why we, 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 we culture this biodiversity here as a sanctuary. Uh, we preserve seeds of autochthonous plants and herbs and things like that. And um, because, because it is the essence of the health of nature, it is the essence of the health of life. It's also one of the things that I think we forget, we urban people forget, because we as a species tend to, we as a, yeah, as a human species tend to severely underrate the importance of biodiversity. You yes. mentioned mosquitoes, but the... It's just an example. Yeah, no, but it's an example yeah. you can pick up because yeah. our normal, normal, by normal, I mean the most common approach to the problem of mosquitoes is... I will get a spray. Yes, absolutely. Not, I will plant more plants. Yes, we don't, and we don't see uh, the, we don't see uh, how important mosquitoes and other insects are. And if I see, I mean, 20 years ago, when I was driving with my car through the countryside, my windshield would be full of unfortunate uh, killed ins insects. Nowadays, if I drive through the countryside, almost none. That is really alarming what is happening. It's really alarming. So it's like a sign that we are losing those insects? Is that what you mean? Oh, yes. Yes, yes there, there is. There, there, yes, about, I think, in the last 20 years or 30 years, uh, in Germany, they have, been, uh, they have been monitoring. About 80% of the insects got lost. 80%, 80% through, through human intervention. And I think uh, you said something very important is... Uh, Uh, when we launched our book, uh, we had our friend uh, Eto Lorenzo uh, at the book launch and he said, Joop and Yvonne, they don't talk about the problems, but they, they give us the solutions to the problems that mm -hmm. we are facing. In our, and I think that is essential, is, is that, we, that we give solutions. Like a simple thing is, is to changing our, our eating habits. People that come here that eat a, a good vegetarian meal that is tasty, that is fulfilling, etc., etc., they understand that they can change for this type of for this type of food, and they say, and many changed already for 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 this type of food because this is sustainable, but at at the same time it's enjoyable. Because, of course, we want also to enjoy a good meal. <laughs> enjoyable <laughs> to prepare, enjoyable, uh, enjoyable to, to prepare, enjoy, enjoyable to eat. So, so it's, it is, it is uh, helping people to overcome their fear for change by showing, listen, guys, uh, we are doing this. It, our way of life is more sustainable than most of the people. And we are happy here. And, and, and also more healthy than most people of our age. I mean, I'm, I'm almost 73 years old and... Um, no cholesterol, no, no high and, tension. And the other day I had a little, 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 little thing to treat, at a little accident to treat at the Centre de Saúde, the mm -hmm. health centre. And uh, the doctor asked Ivan and your husband, what are the pills that he, or what are the medicines that he is taking? Because normally men of my age, they have, they have a, a quantity yeah, of yeah. pills they take every day. And she said, none. None? At his age? <laughs> she was surprised. But at least she, her surprise was also the product of the Western mentality, of the Western medicine mentality. 
because the Western medicine also because of macroeconomic reasons that the power of the pharmaceutical industry that is mm -hmm. spreading in the West mainly, mm -hmm. and now also in the East, but the East had this tradition of natural mm -hmm. treatments. But here, the pharmaceutical industry has pushed everything to be treated at the consequence. Like yes. You have a headache, you take a pill for the headache, you don't ask why do you have a headache? Exactly. Yeah, it's because. so important exactly. that yes. And, and much, much of our health problems today, they can be traced back to our, our lifestyle yeah, and, the, and them, the food yeah. that we eat. And there's more and more known nowadays, for instance, about the microbiome uh, that live in our guts. Uh, that that define very much uh, our health and our food habits. So science science is, is is now working at full steam to discover more about that, and I think that will change completely the paradigm of uh, of Western uh, Western mm -hmm. medicine. I think so. Also, when I mentioned that we live in unlucky decades, we live in unlucky decades because of the waste industry that has proliferated but also because of the medicine industry that has proliferated because we went from no medicine to a lot of medicine mm. so like from one extreme to the other and now we see that having too many medicine is not so good and mm, it's, this is not the look. approach to make us really healthy yes. we have to scale back a bit yes because because the source the source of our health is in nature Huh? Mm -hmm. Yvonne, she knows a lot about about uh, the medicinal quality of, of different types of herbs, and uh, which is very often used by the by the by the pharmaceutical industry to produce their medicines. But it's really it is really about because disease this ease is really a manifestation of disharmony uh, with uh, of our our own ecosystem, and our own ecosystem is not only youp is my ecosystem but it is it is the way i live in harmony with with nature through my food through my exercise through etc etc and so when i have when i have a disease the, the root is that and then i have to question myself and that's what you said is is is, is not if i have a headache is uh, how can i of course uh, you can you can take a, you can take yeah but it's really going to the root to going to the root of that problem and and of course uh, sometimes lifestyle change is for many people is not easy because because uh, our habits are very ingrained in our our consciousness but it's mm -hmm. possible i mean we can we can change our taste for instance in 6 weeks time there are examples in 6 weeks week I mean, I mean, the things that I love nowadays to eat, I could not imagine uh, 20 years ago that one day I would love that to eat. So, And like you, I, I used to, I, I really loved especially fish and meat also with good sauces and so, but, mm -hmm. uh, and um, I, I stopped eating animals and uh, their products by ethical reasons. But nowadays there are hamburgers that really taste like milk, milk, mm -hmm. like meat, the, <laughs> the ancient ones. <laughs> and I, I, and sometimes we buy and so, but I, I always tell you, do you know you now what I like? Yours are the best because they don't taste meat. I, I, now I don't like that meaty taste, but there are so good alternatives now, like, uh, Hamburgers, sausages in um, supermarkets that uh, even people that like meat, the taste, if they can think uh, about, no, I, I really want a more 
ethical uh, style of life. I I don't want to harm animals. I don't want to harm the planet. But if I still like so much the taste of meat, it is good to I buy those uh, those hamburgers. Yeah. I mean, I never tried your food, but I by reading the book, by hearing people talk, they all all talk wonders. You need to try. <laughs> yeah. So you, I'm sure you cook delicious food from all the views and. You show that it's possible to eat like really, really, really good vegetarian meals that you say like, yes. I want more of this. But I think also one of the reasons why people don't go that route to change their palate, to change the way they enjoy, experience and buy products is also because of convenience. And that's the major problem for mm -hmm. one of the major problems of our society. Just they know how to cook meat. Meat is available. And it's just so easy to do and it. And it is quick. You go to eat the beef steak, yeah, arrive home, chick chip. A little bit of salt, a little bit of lemon, it's done. Yes. You don't need to use fancy flavors to look at recipes, new recipes, learn a new thing. Everything in life um, gives some work. That's true. If you want to have natural, especially how you prepare, because it doesn't go to the supermarket and buy, for instance, Uh, soya cream or no it, it does everything from from the grain mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> he produces our bread but he buys some uh, cereal grains and we have um, um, a mill um, uh, to move to, 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 to make the flour with stone uh, things and he does everything for instance he does a lasagna but he doesn't uh, buy the soya cream for instance he does himself the cream delicious cream and wow. lasagna is <laughs> many friends we have that are not vegetarian and they say well for me this is the best lasagna I have already eaten in my life So, but you also, if you work, you can't, uh, you need to go to the office, you can't do all, some things you can buy, other things you can can prepare, for instance, a feijoada or beans too, you can prepare a big uh, pot of that and after you frozen and to go shopping, you need to some time also, so instead... <laughs> And that's, yeah, that's in fact what I explain in the book also to people. Uh, when I make burgers, for instance, I make I make perhaps a hundred burgers at, at 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 one time. So it takes me less than one minute to make one burger, and it takes you more than if you are two to, than two minutes to go to the supermarket to buy some burgers to go to go or to buy the meat. Uh, because the meat is even much more work. Uh, uh, so. Uh, But you have to, yes, you, you have to, to deal differently with, the, with the preparing the food and uh, if you have a busy life to, uh, to, yes. to make you, your, stock, your stock in, uh, in food. But uh, it, it is, it's, pos it's possible. And on the other hand, you see more and more convenience, convenience goods you see in, in, in supermarkets now like, uh, like Lidl. And so you see uh, burgers and, and, and plant-based meat and uh, vegan cheese. And, uh, and uh, also in continent, uh, also here in our local uh, supermarkets. But that's true. It can be, it is possible a change. And especially if we are more aware of ourselves, of our body, and uh, more aware of our choices, and uh, that we have the power to go to make the good choices, and we feel much happier if you are eating a meal. 
uh, that you know that uh, for this meal I didn't need to arm any animal in uh, I didn't need to contribute to this uh, terrible production industrial production of animals for their transportation for their uh, the way they kill them I didn't need to contribute to that that it gives you such a joy you are eating a meal with uh, cruelty free it yes. is so good yes, yes. another point another point in, in preparing is, is is I know I know because I studied it what the food industry is using as ingredients and how harmful they are for human health. For instance, the, the, the sugar they are used is the, the, the high, high, how do you call it, the, the corn syrup made, made out of corn, um, which is a very fast sugar and, and spikes the, the blood sugar mm-hmm. immediately, and which is one of the main, main causes of, uh, of uh, the, the pandemia, of uh, the pandemic of, uh, of, uh, of the diabetes in this world. And which is the cause of uh, all kinds of problems, heart and, and cor- uh, 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 coronary, uh, how do you call it, uh, heart and... and, and uh, coronary diseases. Yes. The veins, yes. So, so, um, so I, I want to know what ingredients are in it. And uh, the food industry uses the cheapest ones and uses then... Uh, salt and and this uh, high glucose corn syrup and other kinds of things to bring taste to bring taste into it or or chemically produced uh, tastes the tastes that they buy from the ingredients industry so uh, which is which can be very harmful for our health so that's why I, I really uh, decide to to cook everything from scratch. And you like I to know. do that. It's a joy for you. It's a joy. A meditation. Well, <laughs> as I say, every, in, in life you should do the things that you love to do. Sometimes, maybe 20% of the time, you should spend on the things that cleaning and uh, all kinds of tidying the house or whatever uh, that we maybe not like. But I think 80% of our time we should spend to do things that we like. And not only... 80% of our time spending on jobs just to make money to I, I think well. but it is such a joy to to see you when sometimes is quite um, uh, <laughs> well but when he's cooking he's uh, normally is relaxed and it's such a joy when he's uh, explain um, experiencing now he's experiencing uh, chili Chili products, Experimenting, yeah. and we had lots and lots of different kinds. Of, so he's trying different recipes from different places of the world. After he smell, after he tastes, and <laughs> when there is a group now, now there is not. But before we had some retreat groups here, and he's planning. We are seeing the menu with so much care. With oh, if I do this and that, and then put it, and, and you can you collect this kind of herb for me and this and that it is uh, this is life <laughs> this is life <laughs> it's beautiful to listen to mm-hmm. just the dream of everyone to just find something that they like so much to do yes it just puts you even you like i'm not seeing him doing any of these things but i'm just hearing you <laughs> representing these things and you have such a big smile on your face <laughs> that is so contagious you know and and I'm, i'm sure every one of us has the opportunity to do the things that we really like But sometimes it takes courage. It takes sometimes courage to go for the change that you need to to, to do. 
And uh, but as I say, and then people say sometimes they ask, "Well, you're so courageous because you changed uh, so much in your life." Uh, uh, when I was in my early fifties, um, uh, then I say, "Well, it takes more courage to stay in a sort of life that." Uh, is harming yourself, your own health, your physical and mental health, that is harming the planet, that is bringing so much harm to all that all living beings, that takes much more courage uh, to close your eyes for what you're doing than just open your heart, open your mind, and just go for it, because that gives much more satisfaction in life. But that's why this kind of this podcast and uh, speaking about uh, education in school and um, I think they are very very important to to awake people mm -hmm. because yes. I well, sometimes we see in the supermarket and uh, like uh, for instance I was a little bit before also they go in a hurry buying this and that don't thinking uh, too much and. Um, If you can awake of this uh, way of life that we are uh, imposed by economic uh, system, by creating new desires of this and that, for of food and sugar things, of uh, uh, animal product things, and that um, um, give they produce some dullness in your mind. So you are much more uh, controlled. So you do the things like a machine. If mm -hmm. you can awake this uh, your inner power, what and choose by yourself. Really, is that so? This makes me happy every day eating this kind of product. Is this contributes to my happiness, to my health? Do I feel good with this for myself, for the others, for the planet? Uh, and if we can awake that um, inner power and you can yeah. decide by ourselves what we like uh, and what makes us feel good and happy, um, for sure we have that, uh, that uh, strength to, to change. Do you really think that's the easy path? Because, like you're saying, or you were saying that yes. it's it takes more courage to remain in the same situation than to change it. Yeah. And for me, it's very surprising because I think I don't really agree in a way because we. It's I think it's easier to just close your eyes and go to sleep than to awake metaphorically mm -hmm. and say this is not good enough for me this is not good But, enough for my species i need to change i need to research more i need to ask more questions and i need to do something different this day, takes effort just continuing does not take effort but Andre, But the day the day true. the day that nature knocks on your door and says Andre, what you have been doing until now was completely wrong because It brought all the disaster that we have on this planet that you have with your health or your mental, whatever it is. When it knocks on your door, then you will realize that it, it really took courage to face that. Uh, it's like, uh, yeah. It's, But that's true. It, we need effort. But we have the compensation that uh, we are like, we feel more alive and more the owner of our life. Yes. And not uh, that uh, you don't go with uh, 
um, the, the flow and happy and happily still it's, the flow is in yeah, a, yeah. not such a good way because it, and you feel such a happiness but that's true everything in life uh, in Yup's li life and mine too everything we managed to do and realize many dreams but with uh, lots of effort that's yeah, true for sure. <laughs> after when we do so even here in daily life sometimes I am tired and I think oh but when, when I, I, you do the, you go almost till the limit and that that point it is like um, you see oh now I receive this uh, Uh, help from mm. I don't know where, <laughs> but yes. well, but you need but we, we need to do ourselves our work yeah. and, and habits are difficult to change. That's yes. true. But but it helps very much is taking away our ignorance and really seeing how our uh, choices in life, how our behavior is changing this world and and bringing it in the wrong direction. A good example is we, six years ago, we started to organize every year the International Congress together with the, the, municipio, the, the municipality of Prescora. Vegetarian Congress. Where we brought together scientists and specialists and activists from all over the world here in Prescora to talk uh, during a couple of days about the impact of our food choices. And the approach we have we have chosen, the first one was in 2015. Uh, the, at that time, the approach was really uh, very innovative. That was, an, an, you can say, integrative approach, is uh, looking from different dis disciplines to, to this question, uh, what it does to the environment and, 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 and in an ethical sense, etc., etc., to health. And uh, even the, the people that participate as speakers uh, and that normally people like scientists and so that speak at many congresses, they were surprised by this approach and they said, well, I have learned so much during these days because I learned from people that have a completely other vision on the same problem. And uh, so it is, it, it's, it's really about that. It's, it's taking away our ignorance. And once you see... I mean, once I have a disease and I know that I have it and I know what the cure is, then I have to choose to follow the cure or not. Yes. And then I would say it takes courage not, not following the cure because then you know what your, des your, your destination will be. And if you take the cure, then you know that you have a chance to, to survive until... The, the, the definite end is coming, which is coming for all of us. But that's true, speaking about effort. The first Congress, it was so difficult to... The invitations of uh, many scientists and um, different uh, people that came from abroad, and uh, may studied people to invite, he made so many invitations, uh, many didn't, many refused, Others asked a lot of money, <laughs> so it was yeah. difficult. And uh, many the people that came, it was not a lot. I was, uh, we were very near the Congress, and we were saying, oh, we have uh, 15. Oh, with us, maybe we will be 30. Oh, what a shame. But, and after <laughs> yeah, the last moment, people appeared. 
but yeah. from Paredes de Cora, very, very few people. And so we we were a little bit sad. We said, oh, even our friends, and so they don't feel so motivated. But every year, the people, that is changed. The things enter the mind of people, and more people were coming. I'm just going to say that it has been so much of a pleasure for you to receive me, mm -hmm. or for you to be here with me and for giving me this opportunity to come to your place and to talk to mm -hmm. you. It is our pleasure. I'm too. just going to say, remind that you guys have a book. Mm -hmm. It's in Portuguese. It's in Portuguese. Will there be a translation for English? Uh, I don't know if if there is if there is a publisher if there is a publisher abroad who uh, who was wanting to take up uh, our editor is is, uh, is uh, publishing houses uh, is prepared to uh, to work together with a publisher abroad to have it translated perfect okay where can people buy it uh, uh, here in Portugal in all the major shops like uh, Fnac Fnac Wook Fnac Wook um, in in Loja Rural uh, here continent, in, continent, uh, in our uh, virtual what, what, shop. What else do we have? And here, here at Quinta de Zag, yes. Uh, oh. all, all the guests that come here, they go away with a book signed and with dedication and well. Uh, and, 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 they are, <laughs> and they are going to make at home the same stuff that they ate here at Quinta de Zag, yes. Right. You also, people can also sleep here, I think. How yes. can they come and book a night here? Uh, that is um, through uh, Airbnb. We work uh, exclusively with Airbnb for the managing the reservations. And uh, because um, uh, yeah, many people, they, they want to know a little bit more about our project or just, just relax for a couple of days and... Um, uh, and taste taste the food because then of course they want they want to have a taste of it um, and they can book through Airbnb That's, they see the availability what it costs etc etc ok very well thank you very much for coming thank you it was such thank, a pleasure thank you thank André, André. Nice thank you if you like this podcast consider liking this episode and subscribing to help supporting me in this journey thank you